Hey everyone, you're listening to PR Hangover, a bi-weekly public relations podcast and talk show brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter, and me, Courtney Fogel. Grab a cup of coffee and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, today I'm here with a guest who is a Grand Valley alumna. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, um, my name is Brooke Rozier. I graduated from Grand Valley in spring of 2018, and I graduated with a degree in advertising and public relations. Okay. So you are currently working at Amway. I am, yeah. And something that comes up a lot, I think, in a lot of our classes and then with a lot of the speakers that we do have um, at PRSSA or even that come into class and talk to us is that agency is kind of the path that a lot of people take. And so that's not really the case. I mean, there are so many other options that you can go into um, that are non-agency. So was the corporate world something that you'd always wanted to go into, or did you see agency as your path? So I definitely thought the path was supposed to be you graduate and you go and work at an agency like Mm -hmm. a Leo Burnett or a McCann. Um, And yeah, it wasn't until I had my internship Um, with Amway that I really started to discover um, I love I love advertising marketing and public relations in a corporate setting Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not what I expect it to be but it's way better what I expected it to be yeah Um, so absolutely yeah and and um, corporate culture is it's one of it's one of my favorite things actually Um, and I don't know how, I can't speak to agency life, how mm-hmm. different that is, because I haven't been in, in that atmosphere yet. Um, but for my company culture, um, it really is, it's fast paced, it's a lot of responsibility, um, it's a work hard atmosphere, but also really highly collaborative too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are the things that when I was an intern, I kind of got to dip my toes in the water a little bit into corporate life and really understand that oh, this is actually another pathway I could do, and I think I would thrive here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the culture of Amway? So, um, yeah, the culture of Amway is actually my one of my favorite things about Amway. Really? Um, and I discovered it literally immediately when I started working as an intern. Um, so like I said, highly collaborative, um, and everyone is – so patient and kind and and that's yeah. the best way to explain it is that um when you're eager to learn when you're new um everyone hops in and they're immediately ready to help you and support you and so it really is this warm atmosphere is my okay. best way to explain it um and what i also love too is that it's a high performing atmosphere mm-hmm. you're you know you're hold to you're held to high expectations, um, and really expected to go above and beyond. And, but with that, you're also so motivated to go above and beyond. So the culture is this really beautiful balance of, um, you're working hard, you're doing everything you can to really give the best results for the project, the product you're working on. And, um, and the other balance of that it's, like, people are kind and they're patient with the pace that you're at, too. Mm-hmm. What does the team look like? How is it set up? So, um, we all report to the vice president of nutrition, mm-hmm. um, just in our department. And then under um, our vice president, we have three senior brand managers. 
And then those senior brand managers each have a team of around three to five people. Okay. And um, as for projects go, it, it really varies. Um, it's almost every individual person has their own products or um, projects that they work on too. So one person in the same team may work on a way different um may work on like a body key product and mm-hmm. the other person on the same team may work on a vitamin C product. Mm-hmm. So it really does vary with um, where you're at. Okay. But then you all kind of work together to, for the end goal. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, does public relations take on a managerial role in Amway? Yes. Yeah. So um, we have a global con- or global brand content manager And she and her team, um, we refer to them as the creative solutions. Um, They they play a pivotal role because what marketing does is they come forward and they say, you know, we have this product. This is what it does. This is the story we'd like to share with people. How can we basically put this into layman terms, right? And then our um, creative solutions and PR team says, absolutely. So this is your product and this is how you want to tell the story that people connect with this this is how it's going to look visually that people emotionally connect with this. And mm-hmm. so um, marketing and PR really work hand in hand. And it's PR that makes everything, um, you know, appealing. It's mm-hmm. like the best part of the product is, is how does it look, feel, and sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people get confused because marketing, PR, advertising, they all kind of have a thin line of like what's what. Yeah. And so I think when there's like an integrated marketing team and when everybody's working together, then things don't seem out of place or weird or um, like a hodgepodge. I think, um, you know, when I was in school, I really thought there was such a thicker line between advertising and public relations and marketing. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until um, my role is in brand nutrition marketing and it wasn't until I got into marketing that I understood that we're all in the same atmosphere mm-hmm. and we're all doing the same thing for the common um, like objective. Yeah, right. Like we're we're coming together to create something, um, to launch something, to have a rollout, um, and that in the same atmosphere we're we're just playing different dynamics of it mm-hmm. too. So our PR is the look and feel of the product, but on my side of it, um, you know, we're pulling out well, what can this product do and and. Um, what could we say about it? What could the claims be, too? Mm-hmm. So it's all similar work. It's just um, a little, it varies yeah. a little bit. So the line's much thinner than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You were really big into design thinking. Yeah. And I know this because Brooke has done like some workshops with some of our classes. And then we have um, Create-A-Thon, which is this 24-hour charity event that Grand PR does, which is our student-run firm. And so we've had some like design thinking brainstorming sessions. And I remember you saying that design thinking kind of helped you get your job. Absolutely. Um, Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So um, when I was interviewing for jobs after college um, and even for internships, that was something I brought up a lot because I felt like it um, set me aside from other um, people because it gives the opportunity to share that you're able to critically think, creatively think, mm-hmm. and, and really design thinking when you when you break it down and kind of lay it out. It really is just a structured and methodical way 
of creative and critical thinking. And we should be doing that all the time as at NPR people. But when you're able to talk through those steps and say, this is how we come to problem solving that's going to emotionally connect a product, a story, something to the audience mm-hmm. is a really powerful thing to do it in, in an interview. So for me, that's that got my foot in the door in a lot of places because it was just intriguing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but even now I use it all the time. Um, I've conducted a few um, storytelling workshops at Amway and so it's really great. Uh, it's a great way to say like, we have this blank canvas and we kind of get to put together this story for a really powerful pro- or product. And so how do we do that? And we're going to go through these steps and we have to make sure that the whole time that we're thinking critically, we're thinking creatively, and we're also thinking empathetically as well. Mm-hmm. So design thinking gives you the edge um, if you know how to speak to it and if you know how to do it. And then when you're in your job, it gives you this amazing opportunity to talk people through what that kind of thinking looks like and really hone in a lot of people to be in the same space as you when you're thinking through that. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I think there's a misconception that agency life is more creative. Um, And so I think taking a practice like design thinking and making it happen in a corporate setting and kind of encouraging that creativity for sure. Yeah, is something that probably caught their attention for sure. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Because what what it did at Amway is say is when we start with any product that we're creating, um, you know, the question is always how do we talk about this? How do we market it? Mm-hmm. Right? Do you use design thinking to come up with ideas um, for say you have a product like a new product that's coming out? And um, you have no direction with it. Yeah. Um, so we, we did this for one of our products um, last spring. And it, it was, you know, a product you use for your digestive system. And so that's a really um, tricky. Yeah, it's super <laughs> glamorous. Um, very tasteful to talk about. <laughs> and so, you know, especially when you have just a product like that you're up against the question of like, how do we talk about this without, I don't know, grossing out Mm -hmm. everyone. And so that story uh, workshop specifically is where we came up with, um, you know, concepts of saying, we don't have to talk about it in this very direct, straightforward way. Mm -hmm. And through design thinking that we kind of came up with of um, what are some metaphors and analogies we could use that kind of soften the message a little bit. Um, And we got through that from doing design thinking exercises and techniques. And it was a really great experience as well because we had a room full of um, affiliates, which are what we call um, the other markets we work with. Mm -hmm. So um, our markets like Korea, China, um, Japan, we had people from research and development um, we had people from packaging. We had a motley crew of people in the room, <laughs> and that design thinking really got everyone on the same page of this is where we are now. This is the thinking we want to start to incorporate and and uh, move into, and that from that we were able to cool. get a lot of stories for that. And how do we explain um, you know this product mm-hmm. to the public without grossing them out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, what are some of your daily tasks? 
So um, I guess for this to make sense, can I share my projects yeah. with you? Yeah. So um, I lead the packaging in uh, our Neutralite brand. Okay. So um, currently uh, we're launching a new bottle that will roll out this fall. Um, and we're also launching um, our newest labels in Latin America. And then um, I help support the Neutralite Kids line. So when I'm working with you know that plate full of packaging stuff is... Um, my day to day is a lot. It's it's a it's kind of like being the ringleader at a circus, right? Mm-hmm. I work with a cross functional team of really amazing people, and so um, we have meetings. We're, we're constantly exchanging emails to make sure that everything is going exactly as planned. Um, especially for our new bottle, um, for me personally, I'm working on. Uh, what are the frequently asked questions for this new product? What uh, providing the markets we work with with um, visuals, infographics, um, any communication materials they need to um, support their launches and and support their ABOs as well too. Okay. So that's kind of a high level view of yeah. what I do every day. Yeah. Okay. So what is an ABO? Just for in case somebody doesn't know. Yeah. So um, so it independent business owner um, is is what we refer to it, or ABO is an um, Amway business owner, mm-hmm. and um, they are people that sell our products. So gotcha. we're a direct sell business, and, um, you know, it's from the outside. Um, I know that before when I was an intern, I kind of looked at direct selling, and I didn't really understand it, um, and it wasn't until I started to work at Amway that I really understood the power in direct selling, um, that when it's done right, it can really empower people to run their own business. And that um, Amway is so determined to launch products and launch, um, yeah, like launch anything with a big like brand promise. Like everything is so is made so well and mm-hmm. it's so much work is put into it. And so seeing that it was more empowering too. But so anyway, an ABO, independent business owner, they sell the product and um, yeah. So they sell the products. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> My no. brain's like fried. It's seriously okay. <laughs> um, what's your favorite aspect of your job? So I mentioned before, I absolutely love the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a huge part of why I accepted the full-time position is because I understood how important that was. Um, I also, I really outstanding leadership, to be Mm -hmm. honest. Um, The people I work for are just, they kick butt. Like, they really are super awesome, and it's inspiring, it's motivating. And what I also love is, you know, my work is, it makes impact, and Mm -hmm. it's respected, and it's appreciated, um, and that, you know, when I give a say into a product or a project or anything that, I mean, it echoes, like it, it, it everything is making impact and, and I never feel like my work is meaningless mm-hmm. or not having, um, uh, yeah, any impact on anything around me. So I love the, the responsibility of it, the impact of it the leadership of it and in the corporate culture, really. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Do you have any advice for somebody that wants to go into a corporate position? Yes. 
Um, so something that I did not recognize until I started working in corporate culture, um, when I started my internship at Amway, that was my third internship at that point. And um, my, my first piece of advice would be to try as many internships as you can because it was by the third internship that I was really recognizing that work culture and work atmosphere is so important. I really thought I'd be the person that, like, I can roll with the punches anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And that may be the case, but it really comes down to, are you going to work in an environment that helps you thrive or that's going to really bury you alive? Mm -hmm. So, um, so first piece of advice is, is really make sure that this corporate environment that you're going into is, is setting you up for success too, you know? Um, The second piece I have is it's really find that good balance between being really confident with yourself, but then also getting really comfortable with the, with the concept of you don't know this and that you'll learn it eventually. Um, I think personally, in my opinion, that's, that's the most enticing thing to um, your bosses, to people who hire you, is when you're able to demonstrate of, you know, I'm, I'm really proud that I can do this. I'm really confident, but I'm always willing to stop and listen and take advice and be a sponge. Like mm-hmm. the first five years of your career, at least, you should be the sponge soaking in information and just really kicking through. Um, And yeah, so those would be my two pieces of advice, definitely if someone's going into a corporate culture. Do you think you're, I mean, you were really involved when you were at Grand Valley Mm -hmm. and doing a lot of things. Do you think that that experience helped prepare you? Absolutely. Um, Yeah, it's funny. So I was only at Grand Valley for three years, not Mm -hmm. four, um, because I had transferred over. And so my first year at Grand Valley, I actually was pretty against being in extracurriculars. Um, I didn't find it, I didn't think it would be that helpful. And it wasn't until my junior year um, that I joined the Blossom group, which is Frank Blossom's Mm -hmm. um, team. And I really understood that um, it's, it's one of the few chances you get to take everything you're learning in school and put it into play other than an internship. So anything that someone can do outside of their normal classes helps them and it pushes them along so much farther. And then with that too is when you talk to an employer, it's a really powerful thing to say, yeah, not only did I do college, not only did I also work, whatever, mm-hmm. um, I also did these extracurriculars and, and here's how hard they were too because no one does an extracurricular, no one does ad club or PRSSA uh, and walks out being like, that was a breeze. Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen. You know, every extracurricular and add in PR is a lot of work. And so um, it definitely, definitely made a huge, huge difference being a part of those things, especially if someone gets the chance to do NSAC. It's mm-hmm. one of the most, gr- it's honestly one of the most grueling things I've ever been through. <laughs> um, but you come out of it completely more aware of who you are, where you work, like who you are in a work setting, how you work with people, the impact you want to make. And and so discovering those things through extra, or discovering those things are things you can really only get through extracurriculars and Mm -hmm. in internships too. So 
definitely makes a huge difference when going into the work field. It's kind of funny because sometimes I'll be collaborating in my classes with people that aren't involved in those activities and they won't know yep. things that we've we've learned them in class but but then the extra stuff you learn the extra stuff yep. and so then it's like trying to catch them up yep but it's hard cuz it, it's just i mean it's experience based and you know i don't think in my experience at grand valley i don't think we emphasize this enough that Everything you do in the work field will be collaborative teamwork. Like at NPR is not a solo gig and it will never be. And so extracurriculars also help you really dive into, yeah, I'm going to be working in this group setting forever, Mm -hmm. you know? And and so that's why you can tell who's kind of in it and who's not is because those people haven't had the experience of I'm working with 10 plus people on this really big project and I don't know how to... I don't know these things, and I don't know how to communicate these mm-hmm. things within a group either, too. So, yeah, yeah, it definitely shows. You can tell for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for awesome. being on this podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I think it's fun to hear, especially from a young, recent graduate, um, just to hear, like, the job experience that you have and what it's actually like and what you do every day, because I think sometimes people need that that kind of motivation that, hey, I could do that too. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at GV underscore PRSSA. And check out the show notes for this episode on GVPRSSA.com.